Today, I want to lead our prayer time with a consideration of Joseph, that is, the husband of Mary. Joseph in Matthew chapter 1. And what I'm going to share with you is a message that I got a lot from in the weeks before Christmas at a church that I was at. And this spoke volumes to me because of the specific situation of my life, but it's definitely true and encouraging and applicable to a group of people like this seeking the Lord for his direction. So Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 18. And of course, this is, I, this is very, very familiar territory, and probably you've just been through this, right, uh, coming up to the Christmas season. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Jesus, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. So they were betrothed, which is a little bit more than engagement. They were, they were in fact married. They just hadn't come together physically. They hadn't consummated yet. And during that interval, she was found to be with child. Now she knew the origin of this child. It was from the Holy Spirit. She knew because of the visit from the angel who had explained this all to her. But you could probably imagine she had a hard time convincing anyone else. Some people, harsh people, well-meaning people might have said, Look, Mary, you, <laughs> you went and got pregnant with who knows what man. Just, con just confess it. Confess it. Come clean. You'll feel better about yourself. Why bring this story about the, the angel thing and the Gabriel into it? Like, who's Gabriel anyway? If anyone would have been tender towards her and able to believe her, it would probably be her husband who loved her the most. But we read in verse 19 that her husband Joseph, being a just man, unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. So Joseph apparently didn't believe her either. But the scripture tells us some very important things about Joseph here. So I want to understand these things because it really sets up the point of this passage. Joseph was a just man. This means he was righteous. He observed divine laws. Now, the Bible, we all know, the Bible doesn't throw around compliments willy-nilly, right? So this is true. Joseph really was a just and righteous man. And if you ask his friends, the boys that grew up with him and now were men, you know, they would have said, Joseph's a solid guy. He's really, he's a godly man. I would stand by him. But he was also compassionate. He was unwilling to put her to shame. Now, what does that mean? Unwilling, he had just cause to. By the law of God, and probably by peer pressure, he could have put her to public shame 
by the law of God, he could have even had her stoned, perhaps. But he was unwilling to do it. And because he was unwilling, you can, you can kind of read in that there were pressures on him to, to go that way. He was compassionate. He loved Mary, and he wanted to protect her as much as he could. Joseph was also resolute. Because in all of this, the scripture says he resolved to divorce her quietly. So I'm sure he worked through all these things, the, the up and down of emotion. I mean, this was, this was crisis, right? This was traumatic, what had happened. But he decided, he says, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the right thing. I will divorce her, but I'll do it quietly, quietly. He had resolved to decisively follow God's law. Verse 20, but as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Think about that word considered. It means to bring things to mind, to revolve in your head, to chew on things, to ponder, to contemplate, to deliberate, to think. And obviously, Joseph's conundrum here was exactly that. Like you could, ha- you could bet that he spent nights and days just chewing on this, going over and over and over every possibility, reliving conversations, reliving arguments and words that others had spoken to him, all of that. And we've all probably been through times of life where we considered something this profound. And because Joseph was a godly man, you can bet, you can bet he prayed about this. He, he maybe even prayed with and fasted and asked other people to pray. I don't know. It doesn't say. But you can be confident that Joseph considered these things in a righteous way. Okay, so Joseph was righteous, he was compassionate, he was resolute. All those traits, guess what? They all set him up to make what would have been the worst decision of his entire life. Absolute worst, no question. Can you imagine if Joseph had gone ahead and quietly divorced Mary? And that's like that was the record of scripture. Can you imagine how horrible that would have been to put out Mary, this pregnant woman, to leave the son, the Messiah, without a father? To put to shame what was God's greatest gift? Like, absolutely, right? But you know, righteousness, compassion, and resolve had put Joseph into the position to hear from God. But alone, those traits had only led him to the brink of making the wrong decision. So the angel of the Lord appears to him in a dream and says, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. So this took place in a dream. 
Can you imagine how this untangled everything for Joseph? This ball of burning yarn that had been his consuming life for the past however long, this thing that had been the pain burning a hole through his heart, he didn't know what to do. Is it this way, that way? And then he had made a resolution to, to, to go one way. But God speaks. God sends a message now. And the whole thing just clarifies. The whole mess untangles and unravels. And it all makes sense. Yes. Oh, I get it now. Joseph said. All of this was unseen. And it could not, no one could have imagined this to be the truth behind the matter, the reality, the unseen reality. But when God spoke, it just all made sense. And what did Joseph do? This is, this is the point that I want to leave with you. When Joseph, verse 24, woke from sleep, he obeyed. He obeyed without delay. He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife. Huh. Can you imagine that? So no one else besides Joseph has has gotten this explanation. So Joseph now steps out in obedience to God, doing what in appearances to everyone else was the wrong thing, was culturally unacceptable, And I'm sure people accuse him now of being sinful. So, Joseph, you are absolutely wrong. You are making the worst decision of your life, they would have said. But the opposite was true. Why? Because despite Joseph's human righteousness, his compassion, and his resolve, what he really needed on top of all that was the leading of God. He needed to hear from the Spirit of God to show him the way, to point him in the direction. This is the truth I want to leave with us that would encourage and direct our praying. We cannot lean on our own godliness. We can't lean on the fact that we're Christians, that we've walked with the Lord X years, that we've read the Bible this many times in the past year. We can't rely on the fact that we are prayerful people. We need to hear from the Spirit of God. We need Him to lead us, to show us the way. And when he does, even if that way seems to everyone else to be the wrong way, that's wrong. It makes no cultural sense. It doesn't fit our tradition. You have to obey it. You have to obey. When you get up from prayer, if God gives you the answer, do it. Obey it. Because in his law, in keeping it, there is great reward. And boy, did Joseph know that reward, right? We don't read a whole lot about it, but you can, you got to be able to read between the lines here. Wow. To be used of God in this way. Let's pray with anticipation, with the openness, with the obedience of Joseph. Amen, brothers and sisters.